All right, and we're live with another N85 podcast. We are live with my boy, Brian, the military man, entrepreneur, fitness freak. How's it been going, man? What you been up to, man? Yeah, just working. You feel me? Working um, out here. This man got the supreme fucking uh, detailing, bro. Su- supreme detail garage. Yeah, I fuck with that shit, bro. Um, where'd you get your fucking like uh, business thing from? Let's just jump right into it, bro. I I, I look at it, I like that shit. Like it's something I strive to have as well. You know what I'm saying? Like where where the fuck did you get that mentality from? Where like, damn, I, I gotta be on my own and do my own shit. You feel me? So, pretty much when I was a, a young kid, my dad never gave me anything really mm, i mean same. i mean he always made me work for my shit but he he never like handed me stuff right like even though he had bread you know bread's a problem for him mm. but he wasn't just gonna hand me stuff to be like one of those kids that doesn't like to work at all right now that's interesting because most parents with bread it tends to be the opposite actually most parents don't give their children anything because they don't got bread. Well, your dad took the other but was like, I got bread, but I'm not going to give shit just so you can, like, learn to work for it, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I mean, most kids, when they go to high school, you know, they get a, or turn 15, they get their license, they get a car, right? Yeah. Bro, my dad get beat up old F-150. I mean, yeah, I, I, appreci- I appreciate it, but I mean, obviously, he was like, oh, you can't go out certain times because it wasn't my car. Mm. But he, I always had to put gas but I know I took care of the whip up until <laughs> it got messed up. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. my fault, though. And I'm assuming that you, so you said it's his, like, car technically. So he told you when to get home, right? He'd be like, yo, come home at this time or whatever. Uh, he would never really give me, like, an exact curfew. But, you know, his house, his rules, you know, respect the house, respect him. Yeah. You know, I always say, like, my dad's stuff is not my stuff. You know, the house that I live in, not my house. You know, it's his house. And I tell that to everyone. He'd be like, oh, Brian, your house, you have a big crib. Yeah. Like, oh, it's I'm, fucking awesome, bro. I'm like, well, it's not my crib. The only thing that I own in that house is all my personal stuff and yeah. my truck and my business equipment. That's about it. Other than that, everything else there is his. Yeah, we went to this man's crib, like... Um, For my birthday. Yeah, when was that? Like, fucking... October 19th. Yeah, like, three three months ago and shit. Dude, we had a blast, bro. This man had a pool table and everything. You go back on the N85 podcast Instagram. By the way, go follow that if you haven't already. You can go see a lot of the pictures from me, Austin. We were over there playing beer pong and shit. It was, it was a great time, bro. We had a genuinely, like, a good time. I bought time, a bottle bro. of Buchanan, and I didn't... I didn't take a sip. <laughs> this man Anthony killed that I shit killed by the fuck himself. Out that, shit. Bro, that shit was crazy. <laughs> bro, and for people that haven't listened to that one podcast, um, I explained that we had just come off of a fucking win, bro. Like a, a gambling win, yep, right? Yep, yep, yep. And I told my boy Johnny, I was like, bro, we gotta go crazy tonight. Luckily, my boy Brian hit me up to pull it to his crib. I was like, yo, let's go get fucking faded, bro. And that's exactly what we did, bro. Kill a whole book kind of by myself and shit. But back to the topic. It's very um so what I was getting at when I was saying, like, oh, it was his car because he got it for you. A lot of kids, um, you know, if, if their parents get them a whip like that, I've seen their parents take a, a specific route with that shit where they're like, you know what? They'll kind of discipline them and saying, like, yo, this is my car. I'm just letting you use it. You know what I'm saying? So whenever I say to have this car back, you know, you got to do it because it's my whip. So then that motivates that the that kid to then grind it out. Be like, all right, since the, my fucking parents are tripping and tripping and shit, yeah. I'm going to get my own whip, bro. I'm going to work hard I mean, as fuck to get my I'm, own whip. It, w- it was like that. My dad would be like, hey, I need to borrow the truck. And I'm like, oh, shit, but I got to go detail a car. So I'm now I'm in a predicament where I'm like, yo, ah. hey, dad, I need to use the whip to go detail. He's like, well, sucks to fucking suck. 
yeah, know, bro. I need it for what I need to use. I'm like, okay, cool. So luckily, he always had more than one car that I I was able to use. He had a, his his work van, and you know, a 1991 Mexican Suburban. That's like, <laughs> it's his it's his grill. Yeah, yeah, I love, yeah, loud as fuck. And you guys will see it in caffeine and octane one of these days. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, I gotta pull uh, up to one of those. <laughs> and I mean, it just got to a point where. I was like, yeah, I need to get my own whip. Now with my truck, you know, I go wherever I want, whenever I want. I can do whatever I want to my truck. That's what I'm saying, you bro. Know, you buy your freedom. It's, it's my it's my car, you know. So now it's not like how it used to be where he pretty much dictated what, everything I did with that car. Yeah, you know? and, and for like us, bro, like I remember when I was um, – when I was moving out at my dad's house, you know, I lived at my dad's house and shit. You know, like you said, his house, yeah. his rules and shit. So, bro, he could tell you whatever he fucking wants. Yo, go do this. Go clean this. Go do this. And you're like, fuck, bro, this sucks. What the hell? I shouldn't be cleaning. I didn't even do that shit. So, <laughs> that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told my girl, I was like, yo. Well, she told me mostly. I, I was fine not moving out of there because I was comfortable. Where you get comfortable oh, and yeah. shit. When you get comfortable, you don't know to the limits that you can go to that where, like, your life could be better. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't think that outside the fucking box. They're like, I'm comfortable. Why do I need, like, better? You know, why risk it and go to somewhere else where I'm paying five times the amount that I'm paying there? Bro, I was paying, like, 200 bucks over there, like, a Jeez. bill. Here, I'm Damn. paying, like, six-something. You feel me? Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm I paying hella. But what I didn't notice is that once I started, I moved here. It's your stuff. It's all my shit. I could party Anytime, every day if I wanted day. to yeah. till fucking 7 a.m. if I wanted to, you know, with my roommates, obviously. But, like. You know what I'm saying? I, I learned that you buy your freedom. You you buy everything that you want. I could do anything that I want. You know what I'm saying? Nobody is there to tell me I can't do it because I earned it and I pay for it. By Except myself. your neighbors when they get pissed off yeah. and your music's oh, too loud oh, and they yeah. call the cops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that's happened before. But that would have happened at my dad's house too. Yeah. So, hey, at least it's going to be my crib and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could tell them to fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, speaking on the discipline shit, bro, let's go. This man's a military man. I didn't even fucking, like, we didn't even touch on that yet, bro. That U- shit is- U.S. Army. I've been in there for four years. National Guard, so don't hate on me for being being a nasty girl. Yo, this but, man is crazy. This but, man is out here but for the show. in the U.S. infantry, so I ain't I no post shit. I ain't no soft shit. Yeah. I, I do that hardcore bullshit. The, the, I'm a Call of Duty player. Yeah, I, I'm, the, too, I'm the dude you play with in Call of Duty. That's exactly <laughs> Talk what I shit. do. Yeah, exactly. It's calling you the N-word. Nah, <laughs> nah put, just put some respect <laughs> on the name. No, but real, hey, you know what's crazy? And I waited till, till we started the podcast to tell you this. Um, When I was getting out of high school, I was actually going to be a Marine. I was going to join. Should have joined. I, I was going to, well, you know, this that was my predicament, right? The fact that you guys make that sacrifice that you go somewhere, you, you're away from your family, you're away from the friends, you're away from all the good, good times and shit that you could potentially be having. I, I crumbled under that. You, you, know? you can Me have personally. You, you can have good times in the military as well. I, I on the bet. weekends with the boys, but sometimes the military is not just about yourself. Like when I joined, I was seventeen. I was still a junior in high school. I went to basic training over the summer before my senior year, so I had bigger reasons than just myself, right? So my pops always told me, "I ain't paying shit if you want to go to college. You know, you better grind. Same. Grind in, grind in school if you want to get into." any college right you know get them scholarships so i was like well shit i didn't give a fuck about school i mean i was a good student but i just gave a shit about school me too you know, right? three three one gpa but i took them to your route just because one i kind of wanted to get out, out of my house for a little bit mm-hmm. and two i wasn't gonna make my dad pay for shit and three at the time my parents were undocumented so i also joined for that reason to kind of help oh, them help out, them out. Yeah, yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so i mean it's been four years um 
my parents now have the residency, so it's been a blessing. They're, been, sure, they're able to travel. And was it like through you? Well, or was it them? I kind of kickstarted it a little bit just from my, from me being in the military. But my older sister was the one who kind of, oh, you okay. know, pushed the papers and mm-hmm. you know, did all that. But other than that, you know, I mean, military's great. Yeah, and then I, what I was saying also was that, see. You didn't crumble that, but me personally, I did crumble into that because I had very bad FOMO at the time. So fear of missing out. I I was having a good time in high school. We were talking about that before the podcast even started. I that. was a fucking loner in high school. Yeah, I see, that was different. Y'all. That was the difference between you. You you did your own thing. Loner. You you put your head down. You did what you yeah. needed to do, and you went home, and that's it. I ain't right? gonna lie to you. When I was in high school, I played football. I was a kicker just because I wanted to be around the parties. Guess how many uh, parties I got invited to? Zero. No cap. <laughs> it didn't like work out, bro. So I just, I was like, damn, well, playing on the football team wasn't, it didn't fucking help me out. Yeah, everybody has stories like that and shit. I mean, but mine was different, though. Mine, I actually did that. I lived the the, the high school dream. I wish, bro. I was around the popular kids. I, I was the, I was in varsity soccer for fucking most of my high school year. I went to all the parties. I threw the parties. You know what I'm saying? I was that guy, right? So the fact that I was in that hub and I was introduced to that kind of vibe since a youngin, I was like, I can't leave this shit, bro. I can't go over there and do that. Like, I have my next chapter. Now, after high school, I'm going to go to the bars, bro. I'm going to go crazy over there. Like, I can't be doing this shit. I got all the shotties to yeah, talk yeah, to, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? You tell me I'm going to miss out on these baddies that are about to go to college, bro? All right, let me fuck ask you no. this. Let me ask you this. When did you lose your virginity? At what age? Damn, so you about to put me on the spot. I was yeah. 13 years 13? old, brother. Bro, I was 13. Bro, bro, look, I went, <laughs> I, I went to basic training, 17, a virgin. Bro, Yo, all, this man's all, crazy. all these grown <laughs> men, all these 20-year-olds, kids my age, the drill instructors, drill instructors, they were yeah. like, Ramirez, let me take a guess. You're a virgin, right? I'm like, oh, fuck. No, no. way. They and said that. Bro, they, they would always put They were like, yo, they, it was on your resume. On virgin, Brian bro, Ramirez. They, what the they fuck? Would, they would put me on blast. I'm like, Ramirez, that's why you get no pussy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Yo, shit. no way. They said that. I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Like, everybody's, you know, they got the girlfriends, you know, high school, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, you're about to be a senior type shit. Bro, I ain't smoke weed. I didn't drink. Yeah. Now I fucking drink. You know, I got a DUI, so. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it fucking sucks, right? But. I was just like, I never really went to shit. You know, I didn't really want to do none of the illegal shit because I, I always feared of going to jail or mm. getting caught up in some bullshit, mm. right? And after I joined the military, you know, everything like that was a big no. You know, I yeah. also, I didn't really go to parties that much. One, because I was never really invited. But it's like I was a popular loner. Everybody knew me, but... I didn't really talk to nobody. So you in that me? case, do you think that motherfuckers feared you? Because this man got, got the voice of a god, bro. This man got the voice of <laughs> Thor, right? You think motherfuckers actually, like, just feared you and shit? Like, that's why you didn't get invited? Because if you're a popular loner, that's mostly the reason why you don't get invited and shit. Like, they'd be uh, like, oh, this motherfucker probably don't want to go. He's probably too cool for us. Nah, I wouldn't really say it, it was that. I was just like, I mean, I didn't really... I wasn't really friends with people like that. You feel me? Like, mm. like I said, I played. People football. just knew you, but yeah. you didn't really like. like I played. Them. Like I played football, bro. When you're in high school, everybody knows the football players, especially the whole school is like eighty percent white. Uh, you know, everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. knows the kicker. They go to school with them you white know, boys. Everybody knows the kicker because there's really like one or two, right? Yeah. And you know, I was cool with all like the football players, and then obviously all the football players, you know, like, oh, what's up, Brian? And they're like, oh, this our kicker, bro. No cap. And I like I also play soccer, you know. I was like captain for my school, but I mean, other than that, you know, I. Just, I mean, do you think I, it also stem maybe from like social skills? Did you like just not talk yeah, to motherfuckers? Yeah, I, I would say it would be that too, because I mean, yeah. I would 
I would just do me. You feel me? Yeah, like, I struggled with that in like middle school and shit. Like when I was young and youngin, like I I was like just that kind of like cool kind of guy that everybody knew type shit. But when I went to high school, I kind of like I was like, yo, this is kind of like a fresh start and shit. Like this yeah. is like high school and college. I did that. I was like, yo, this is a fresh start. Like nobody really knows me, so I can be whoever the fuck I want to be, bro. It's a clean slate. So when yeah. I went in there, especially you, because you went to a new school, you could have done it for bro, sure. Bro, like I mean, at least here in, Gwin- in Gwinnett County. It's full of Hispanic people. Yeah, over there where I live at in like Douglasville. Yeah, it's mainly the schools are pretty much like I would say they're segregated because there's some schools that are like mainly Hispanic. There's some schools that are mainly African American, and there's some schools that are mainly white. So damn. <laughs> so it's like the school that I went to. I was more most classes. I was the only Hispanic person there, and all the people which grew up with each other. You know, oh, middle school, so elementary you were school. The I was. I was like. I was like the minority the of everything, you know. Like <laughs> nobody knew me. I was the only Hispanic, so I mean, I mean, it was yeah. Just like, so it was by default. Was Even weird. if you didn't want that, it was probably gonna default. Like you're gonna be that way. Like motherfuckers weren't gonna really like invite you to things just because, like you said, they all grew up together. It's like that small town mentality yeah, shit. Like exactly. if you all grow up with each other, you know why are you gonna invite this random dude that just pulled up exactly. last year or like that? Yeah. Okay, I feel that. Um, on the military shit. What made you actually want to join it? Because we talked about me, like, what made me not want to join it. What made you want to actually go there type shit? Well, for starters, my parents were, like, a big motivator. And also, I mean, I would say at the time, they just kind of, the recruiters came at the right time. They're like, hey, you know, if you guys join the military, you guys get all these benefits. You know, you get to do some cool shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. Now, I've seen, like, in in social media that those recruiters get kind of, like, some, like, uh, like, shtick. Because they're like, yo, these guys just go to, like, low-income, like, schools and shit. Or they go to, like, you know, places where mostly, like, kids, they won't go to, like, the rich areas. Because I know those kids are going to destined to go to college and become lawyers and doctors and shit. So they tend to go towards low-income, like, areas. And those are the the kids that have no, quote-unquote, no option. So they're just the military and shit. Um, Do you think that's true or something? No, huh? no, 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 absolutely not. Because I, I was approached too. I was in the middle of Chipotle, bro, and I got approached too. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it's true or not, but I'm just I'm questioning. You I would, I wouldn't say it's true. I mean, like recruiters go to like a lot of different events, mm. you know, in like National Guard, and like they be going to the high schools because you can get in the National Guard while still in high school, right? Oh, so, I didn't know that. That's cool. so. There's a lot of kids that actually want to join the military. And they're like, they just go there and like, hey, you know, get your parents to do this. If you really want to join, you could become a soldier before your senior year of high school. So like, I mean, that was oh. like, I became a soldier at seventeen. Yeah. So like, I mean, it was a, cr- it was crazy to me because I was like, yo, this is pretty cool. You know, everyone else is just a regular civilian. You know, they're like regular seventeen, eighteen year olds. You know, partying, doing stupid shit. And me, I was like, I was out in fucking fort benning georgia <laughs> yeah like, bumblefuck like, nowhere bro. hot as fuck and mm-hmm. doing grown man shit right 100 percent, bro and i thugged it out and you know i'm here now and for that you gotta have like grown man mentality you gotta have like from a youngin you know what i'm saying i've always said like you know people that go to like the military they kind of gotta be built different you know what i'm saying the most because like we like we were talking before the podcast started some people are weak like Physically, some people are weak. Mentally, I feel like to go to the army and stick through it, not just go, but also stick through it, you gotta be both. Like you gotta have both the well, like, strong mentality. Uh, well, honestly, the physical part, you you don't really gotta be that physically strong. Cause 
I've seen some chubby dudes go through. Uh, and I've seen some skinny, scrawny dudes go through. And there's also different jobs you can get, right? Oh, yeah, I know 100%. somebody that's like a coder there. Like, they don't even oh, go yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. They don't have to do shit. Like, like there's, you could be a cook. You could be a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. infantry guy. You can be a truck driver. Okay, yeah, that's you can true. Do it's just of, like the, the yeah. stereotypical shit. Yeah, you, you, know? can, you can do whatever you want in the military as long as you score a high enough score. Yeah, because I feel like people, whenever they think military, including me, obviously, like you think like it's just boots on the ground, shit, nah, like cap, physical shit. Cap, yeah, okay, bro, yeah. when I say you can be a cook, you can literally be in the kitchen, <laughs> and that could be your full-time job in the military. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally my Chipotle just, skills are going to come in here. Literally just cook for the hungry-ass motherfuckers like me that are coming out of a two-week training period. Yeah. And we just want to eat some fucking hot food, not mm. not some MRE trash food that's in a bag. Okay, okay. So, um, let's yeah, let's finish on that topic. Back to like you know what made you go. So you said like, you know your parents and everything like that. So talk to me about like once you got in there, you know what I'm saying like your first couple of days, like what was like? Because I feel like that's just scary. Because <laughs> like it's even like thinking about it. Because I'm like thinking about like um. I'm comparing it to like the first day of school and shit, like, you know. So you get there, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You know anybody? You're just there, like trying to survive, get through the fucking day, and not like cause a scene, not not embarrass yourself, not oh, do yeah. anything crazy. That's right? that's hundred percent. That's how it is. Accurate. But there's just people fucking yelling at you mm. nonstop. Like anything you do that is slightly wrong, you have a sergeant screaming at you in your fucking face to fucking fix yourself. You're like, yo, private, fix your fucking self. And you're like, holy shit, bro! I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong. So, like, what what are the like, the standards? Like, what do you have to be like? So you're saying fix yourself? Like, you know, what what is your like standard that they hold you to? Like, what do you like? You know what I'm saying? First of all, is the way you act. You know, right. don't be acting a fool. You know, you gotta have some, like, some military bearing, which is like your serious, you know, type of person. You know, I guess you could say like, don't be doing like, doing stupid shit, saying stupid shit, like. Don't be joking around about like you know making sexual jokes because yeah. you, you can highly get in trouble for that. Oh, also, really? also your appearance. Like if your boots are not tied a certain way, if you look all raggedy, you know you got a button that's not buttoned up, wow. or you know, your uniform just looks like trash. They'll they'll dog on you. Like, and what are 100%. some of the consequences that you could get by like not fucking meeting the standards? So there's a, there's a thing they call a. Uh, oh, fuck! What was it called again? Damn, I literally just forgot. But they make you do. They make, they pretty much just make you do exercise, corrective training. There you go. Corrective. So training. they're like they make you hold a push push up position for like as long as they fucking want to. Ah, damn. And like man. hold it there, do push ups, and hold it. Uh, do like some jumping jacks, and like or like sit up, some core workout, whatever. Right. You know, they just make you hold that push up position until and your arms start giving out like a minute, two minutes in. Yeah. I'll so I mean, it. think about it. You're just holding it for five minutes. And, like, if you sag your waist to, like, fucking fix yourself, your knees touch the ground, they're like, oh, you're going to be there even longer. So you're just like, fuck, what the fuck, dude? This shit's so gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? yeah, and then shit like that will make you not want to fucking do it again. I mean, right? all, I like mean also, it's just like, when when you first get there, you go to, like, reception. Your reception is, like, you're barely doing your in-processing. which is, You do, like, your medical, you get your uniforms assigned to you. You get, like, you know, your blood work drawn mm. and, every, and everything. You pretty much do, like, you're a fresh trainee and they're just giving you everything to prepare you to go to start your training right yeah. and there you're waking up super early in the morning and you're like yo what the fuck i usually wake up at like 9 10 8 in the morning nah these motherfuckers are out here fucking making loud ass noises just to wake up at five to do what fucking nothing 
to do nothing. They really? just they, they just, just want you to, just to do to, it to wake you up. Then you can go get breakfast and then go do the your in processing because you could have an appointment at like ten in the morning, but you're up by five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. have breakfast at six, and then you wait from six to fucking ten to your appointment, and you're just they're like, well, I could be sleeping, but nah, they're trying to mentally prepare you to, to discipline you pretty much because most yeah, most yeah. kids, you know, right like right now, I could walk up and just fucking leave, right? Mm. If you if you're there in training and walk up and leave, oh, you're gonna get shit on so quick. Oh, for real, hundred percent. And did you ever see any of that? Like people just bro, up there there was a dude that fucking like literally just ran away. It took it took ran away. Yeah, it took. Where the, the fuck did he go, bro? Bro, this man ran into the woods and oh, the mil, the military police were out there fucking looking for him. I think it took like about six to eight hours till they found him on a road, trying to go somewhere. I'm like, where the fuck <laughs> are you gonna go, walking Yo, dog? Bro, it was hitchhiking. I was. In the middle of nowhere, I'm assuming. That right? was his second time, and he was on suicide watch. Oh, and this is only okay. reception. The training hasn't even started. Oh damn! So like, <laughs> if you can't even make it past reception, it I'm sorry, but you're a fucking pussy, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're a fucking pussy if you can't make it past mm. reception. And they took his shoelaces, they took his dog tags, they took anything that he could potentially harm himself with. So before we continue, what's reception for people that don't know? Like, like just the description of it. So reception is pretty much like your first week of high school or school in general. When every class, the teachers are giving you information about the class. Your right? goddamn syllabus, bro. They're, That's what it is. They're right? telling you, okay, you need this applies for this class. Mm. And they're pretty much telling you all the rules that you got to abide by the deadlines. And that's pretty much what reception is. You know, you get your uniforms, they get you your dog tags, they get you your ID card, they get your all your medical history done. They give you the shots if you need shots. Because oh, some, some of you motherfuckers be anti-vax and y'all be getting some whatever the <laughs> fuck diseases. Yeah. Dirty yeah. ass dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, yeah. You, you do that and it usually ends in like four to five days. Okay. And then after that, you know, the company you're assigned to to start training, they come and pick your ass up. And then you're in a, you're in the shits. Okay, so yeah, take it from there. So once you got assigned to that, once you were in that shit, what, what was it like? Like, take me step by so, step. What you were thinking, what you saw, what everything. So pretty, when they told us, okay, our company's going to come pick us up. This was back in 2019 in like May, July. Well, it was more like July. And we were waiting in a big like hangar type shit with our, sitting on our duffel bags waiting for our the sergeants to come pick us up, right? When they finally got there, they gave us some pennies. I had a purple penny because I was four. I mean, not purple, uh, green because I was fortune. Mm. They threw our duffel bags with all our belongings in there and put them on the back of a truck, a military truck. And then, like, all right, stand up in a, a two-column line, and we started walking. Just mm. walking. And we walked for, like, about two, three miles. Then we, they told us, okay, you're going to hit a right up at this intersection, and then you're going to hit a left. When you see the hill going down. And I was like, okay, cool. We're finally fucking here, right? Little did I fucking know, as soon as we hit a left going down the hill, holy shit, I've never seen so many damn drill sergeants in my fucking life. Oh. Shades on, like skinny dudes, big buff dudes. Look, I'm 5'7, right? I'm 5'7. Bless the at, short king. At the time, I was maybe like 5'5, five, five, dog. Oh, yeah. 17 yeah. for 5, 175. So I was a little fat. And then <laughs> yeah. everyone's like fucking six feet. And these buff ass drill sergeants, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you better fucking start running so I book it and you're gonna fucking book it to the CTA is where you're gonna form up and then you fucking get there everybody's gassed everybody's like holy shit holy shit what the fuck is going on and this is a shark attack but they went away with that in like 2020 cause 
a lot of these new soldiers are a fucking bunch of pussies. <laughs> you can't get shark attack no more because it's supposedly hazy and it's harmful. Uh, it's not. It builds fucking character. Mm -hmm, Be okay. a man. So what is then? So the shark attack, you're getting fucking shit on. Like like I said, doing like... Those, like verbally. Like verbally, physically. Oh, shit. Like holding squats, like like air squats. Like five degree angle air squats. Like yeah, just yeah, yeah. hold okay. it with your arms up. Mm -hmm. Like what the fuck? And push the position, all this shit. Doing burpees and like just nonstop. You're fucking sweating bullets. It's fucking midsummer at Fort Bing, South Georgia. It fucking sucks. Yeah. And like, it's just they're they're just yelling yelling at you to do shit like nonstop. Like, hey, you need to do this. Oh, go go upstairs. Leave your bags. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? But it probably lasts like maybe like about an hour and a half. Mm. And and then they they chill out and like you're you're just fucking sweaty as fuck. <laughs> And you're like, all right, private's fucking, you know, we're at time to eat. And then we just fucking go eat. Like, you're like, that's it? But basic training is three weeks of red phase, and I think three weeks of, of white phase, and three weeks of blue phase. Red phase is the phase where you're literally just getting shit on. Because mm. you're, you're, you're new, they want to discipline you. And they you think they want to like, uh, like cut out all the fucking weaklings, right? Like they want to get all the, oh, rid yeah. of all the motherfuckers that aren't built to be here. Hundred percent. You gotta weed out the weak, bro. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the military ain't no soft shit, dog. You know, it's it's where you know people fucking join, especially the infantry. You join because I mean that's like grown man shit. Like most of the, your drill instructors, they're combat veterans. They right. were in Afghanistan. They were in Iraq. You know, they've had multiple combat deployments. And, like, some of them have been special forces. Some of them have been Ranger Regiment. And, like, fucking hella respect to them. Like, any combat veteran in general. Because, like, yo, fucking, that shit's some shit, bro. And for the people that don't know, what are the kind of shits that they've been fucking through? Like, what are the type of shit that they make them do? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you just go back and watch videos of Iraq and Afghanistan, all them, war, like, fucking firefights. And most of those drill instructors have been in those kind of firefights. You know, back in like the early two thousands, you know, two thousand tens. You know, obviously in those, uh, the era where there was a lot of fucking war, they've been in the shits. They've been shot at. They've had most likely had buddies that have been killed. Yeah. Type shit. So like, when they're there to train you, bro, they don't fucking play. Cause a lot of people come to like training, like basic training, with the mentality, oh, like, oh, I'm gonna just fucking get through this. It's gonna be fucking cake. Mm -hmm. Nah, these motherfucking drill instructors. They don't fucking play. Like, they take that shit serious because they've been through the shits. And, like, you as a as a newbie, you haven't been through anything. Yeah, this is just training to them. They're like, so what like, the fuck? This ain't yeah, shit. Yeah, this is just training, right? Yeah. But, like, the way the way they always told us is, like, you train the way you fight. Because if you, it's like in practice, you know, you practice how you want to play in the game. Mm, I heard this training, I heard this thing, especially with boxing, they're like, the the hardest fight should be fought in practice, not yeah. during the actual mm -hmm. match. You know what I'm saying? So your hardest fight shouldn't be like the actual opponent that you're, you're gonna be in the main event. No, it should be in practice. Like you know what I'm saying? It's better to be over prepared than to be under prepared. The exactly. day that you know you have to show the fuck out and shit. Like my drill instructor, I like he would always say, he like privates. One day, when the rubber hits the road, you're gonna know, and I always think about that. They're like, train the way you fight. They're like, expect the worst, hope for the best. Expect the worst, hope you know, for the best, yeah. If you, 
if you go in expecting the best, you don't you're gonna be disappointed because if some shit happens, you're like, well, fuck, I didn't expect this. Not expected to have fucking happen. You know, I mean, I haven't been deployed. I haven't been anywhere. I have like no experience. I only have training experience, right? Right. So I mean, I don't. I can't really say much. You know, like, oh, I've been through fucking all this shit. Like, nah, dude, I've only been through training and training ain't shit. You know, it fucking sucks physically, but it's nothing compared to being deployed somewhere, you know. One day, though. One day. Yeah, 100%. Um, take me to some, like, you know, speaking on the training shit, take me to some of the shit, that the crazy shit that you've seen in training, you know what I'm saying? Fuck. I mean, I would say some of the biggest things would be the gas chamber. To all my soldiers out there that have been through the gas chamber, holy fuck, I, you know what I'm talking about. You know the pain, the blistering pain of, that tear gas, that CS gas of that shit on your skin. All right, oh so take me through it, bro. God. When you when you went through that shit, tell me through that shit. So pretty much you're just waiting in line. I mean, I was like the last group to go. And since I was 4th platoon, we got all the remaining tear gas that they were, burn- oh, that, shit, that, they were that they were burning up in the room. Yeah. So all that, the remnant, and then they had like like four, four or five pills. that they're like, oh, we just need to get rid of them. Bro, that shit fucking sucks. Like, imagine to all the Hispanic people out there, like when your mom is out there toasting the the, the, chiles. the, the chiles in the kitchen. <laughs> right, yes, I was. That shit, you be out there coughing, you be out there like, holy fuck, mom, what the fuck you doing? Like, but chill, it's para la salsa, it's para la salsa. <laughs> para la salsa. Right. Para imagine rota, that bro. shit, but like 10, 15, 20 times worse. It's in your eyes. It's in, like, you can't breathe. So, I'm assuming that what you're you're getting at is that you guys have to go through this shit so you can feel what it's like to go through this. It's yeah. part of your training. Like, yo, motherfuckers, somewhere in Iraq will fucking tear gas your ass somewhere or, you know what I'm saying? So, I you have, it's better to get through this shit right now, right? Yeah, because, I mean, like, let's say you in the combat zone, you, you get tear gassed. You've never felt it. You've never experienced getting tear gassed. They, pretty much the military, well, the army wants to expose you. To what it feels like so that if it ever happens you know it's, it's not something you haven't been through like it's still gonna suck but like you know it'll eventually go away and i'm assuming 99 percent of the people he listening to this aren't gonna go through this shit but what do you do if you do get tear gas just just out of curiosity bro if you, if you get tear gas just fucking suck it up and get through it because like there's once you're in that fucking room there's nothing you can do to <laughs> Not be in there. There's no fucking milk you could put on your face or nothing, bro. No, there's there's (laughs) there's nothing. There's no water. There's nothing, bro. The the drilling the drill instructors are in there with you, but they have oh they're doing it too. But they have their gas mask on. Oh, okay. Like we we walk you walk in with the gas mask, but then eventually you take it off, and they have their shit on, and you're just there like, bro, what the fuck? See, see, look, I was smart, and I remember back to science class: hot air rises, cold air. Sinks to the sinks, floor. Yeah. So my ass will be like, I'll be like ducking down to kind of get a couple, you know, breathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my drug fucking grab me by the back of my fucking like uniform. Oh, he was what? like, Primary is get the fuck up. <laughs> and I was no, like, no way. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, nah, dog, I'm dying. I'm dying. I was trying to science this shit. He ain't letting but, me. See, that's where being short kind of helps out. Because <laughs> the tall people. You're already low to the, the ground. The, the tall people do. The dudes that are like six foot plus. They're, they they're getting up the top there. of the top, bro. Yeah, they're getting, the, they getting it worse. They're getting that ripe CO2 up there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, that's interesting, bro. Uh, that, that's what I'm saying. People don't be fucking annoying about shit that you got, you know, you actually got to go through. And I'm, I'm assuming that shit, like, fucks you up mentally. You're like, bro, 
fuck, bro. I, I really just do. I'm doing all this shit that sucks and shit. There's this guy that um, I listen to. Are you familiar with David Goggins? Yes. You are, right? I think every person in the military knows who David Goggins is. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I watch all his shit and all that. And he was talking about, like, doing shit that just fucking, like, just do it. You know what I'm saying? He said that, um, and this is one thing that I'm going to start doing, too. He's like, every time, because he's like, this happens to everybody. You you wake up in the morning, and, you know, you have to train. Because you're like, okay, I, tomorrow I'm going to train. Like, yeah. So it's by your own standards. You're like, I'm going to go train. And he's like, everybody goes through this, where you feel like, I don't want to do this shit. Like, like I look at shoes. I've been looking at shoes for the past 30 minutes. And you're like, damn, bro. I don't want to fucking put them on. <laughs> and then the, one of the things he does is, like, he records himself, what his thoughts are. Like, yeah, right now, I don't feel like going out. Um, I feel like just staying in and shit. And plays it back. He's like, yo, I'm listening to a fucking bitch right now that's saying all this <laughs> shit. Like, yo, I don't want to go out. He's like, I don't want to be like this fucking bitch. So I'm a, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like he's psyching yeah, himself yeah, out yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. like that. Bro, you know? mad respect to David Gottlieb. It's like, crazy. Like so people that don't know David Goggins, he was, he was overweight and shit. Bro, odds were against him. He was like really fucking heavy. He's this uh, black man, and that like he's a super marathon runner, shit like that. It's that shit's a, crazy. It's some inspiration. Oh. Shit. If you guys haven't like um, looked them up, go ahead and look them up, bro. David Goggins. So, um, Mr. David, if you ever see this or you ever come across <laughs> it, I I respect you and I look up to you. No cap. And follow me on Instagram. And I want you on the pod, but Not dude, yes, he was sir. heavy, and he had literally like no fucking cartilage on his both his fucking knees. So like the doctors, whenever he went to the doctors, they they were like, yo. I don't know how the fuck you're walking. You sure as hell shouldn't be running. But this motherfucker was running marathons, like super marathons, like 100-mile-ass shit. Crazy. And and it's all, like, it was all up here and shit. That's what I was trying to get at, like, bro, like, especially with, like, the whole military talk. It's just training you to, you know what I'm saying, strengthen your mind as well as your body. Like, that man's mind was somewhere else that, like, most people couldn't comprehend. Wherever your mind goes, your body will follow. Yeah, so in his case, like, bro, the doctors didn't know how the fuck he was even walking, but he managed to run, bro. He was running. It just See, bro, it's like people like him are what they don't make fucking excuses, bro. There's hella people out here that make fucking excuses, excuses for, for no reason. For the smallest shit, mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to lose weight. Okay, cool. But I don't have time. That's the number one thing that everybody always says, but I don't have time. Cap, if you stop watching fucking Netflix, cancel your membership. Delete, Let me see your fucking TikTok de- time. Delete YouTube off your phone. Delete TikTok. Delete your Instagram for 30 days and just get up and go to the gym. No distractions. Bro, I promise you, you're going to see some change in your life. Yeah. Like, stop making excuses, bro. One, stop your alcohol, which is, I mean... It's kind of hard at, at our age, especially. No yeah, cap. yeah, no cap. But, but, but if you're gonna drink alcohol, maybe even just drink straight tequila because that has like zero calories. You know what I'm saying? Shit like this, the shit that we're drinking. Sugar. Even though I Sugar want you to sponsor me one day, came and j- you know, hella sugar, hella calories, and shit, you know what I'm saying? Drink a Celsius, <laughs> a Celsius banger. Celsius like my shit on Instagram. <laughs> oh, really? did you tag them on a the story. Oh, I'm about to tag them too, bro. They just liked it, and I'm like, bro. Follow me back. <laughs> yeah, no cap. Sponsor me? Yeah. Um, Sponsor detail company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, finish up, let's finish up the army shit. Or other fucking that you saw there, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Another crazy thing that I saw in training was in the grenade range. Oh. So what's like, that like? So, so basically, you, you guys are actually training with real yeah, life. Real like, you, you, if you're a civilian, most likely you detonate yeah, like One, because they're fucking super dangerous. Two, where the fuck are you? Buy one. Yeah, that's bro. And like Linux Mall probably right now. Yeah, Linux Mall. <laughs> crazy people. Yeah, no cap. But 
bro, that it's like smaller than a baseball. Yeah. But the explosion that some bitch makes, holy fuck, it's crazy because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, damn, I really got a real grenade in my hand, like a real grenade. Yeah. You know, it's like shit that you've seen in fucking Call of Duty all your life yeah, yeah, yeah. growing up, and then you're like, damn, this is actually really in my it's hand. Like, this could blow up my whole body right now. Like, don't fucking let go of the pin. Well, the, the the little spoon thing. Yeah. Don't let it go once you pull the pin out. Mm-hmm. Because once you let that bitch go, you got like four or five seconds to fucking throw that bitch before it explodes. But the crazy thing was when I was up in that grenade range, there was a chick. You know, she was – every soldier has to pass the grenade test. Mm, so the test. This chick held the spoon, pulled the pin – and she froze. So she froze with a she, live she, grenade like, in her hand. Like, like she just like, like she just stopped fucking functioning. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? So these drill instructors, well, the the, the sergeants that are up in the, in the training field with you, bro, grabbed that some bitch grenade with one hand, like pushed her up on the con wall, threw that grenade, and then fucking slammed their ass up on the dirt. Like that's how serious it is. Cause like it's not just yourself that you kill. It's the damn sergeant that's right there with yeah. you. You know, it's his job, but like that motherfucker want to die. Like he, he they, they've already, they probably been through combat like, to die at a training range. Come on, now. <laughs> yeah, just somebody just pussy it out from throwing. It. Exactly, but I'm like, dude, I've never seen a, a big ass dude just body a woman like that. that's some WWE type shit. So he full on like grabbed her and everything and just slammed her to the ground and shit. Well, not like super crazy, but like yeah, just like, kind of like, like just no. grabbed her like to the floor because I mean you don't want shrapnel fucking blowing up coming straight towards you so kind of got to get behind the little it's like a hole like a hole that they dig and you just gotta throw it over mm, and then you gotta okay, and then yeah. you hook so nothing hits you right yeah so but yeah some of these uh, sergeants and instructors that be up there they don't give a fuck they just want to fuck people up because it's fun the, <laughs> yeah, the, sm- yeah. the smallest mistake the smallest <laughs> mistake and they will abuse that they will take that shit and fucking hurt you mm. one because they will probably most likely be in Within reason, like, oh yeah, this motherfucker just froze with a live grenade. I'm a fucking body sl- body slamming shit. Nobody yeah. gonna say shit, to be honest. It's, it'd be pretty funny. I lie to you. How much time do you think like he like a, a drill sergeant has to wait till they have to actually act on that girl? Like, so you know, what I'm saying like, could he just did he just read from her like facial expression that she froze, or did he actually count like one Mississippi, two nah, Mississippi? No, no, no. It's like it's all in the details. I mean. So were you supposed like, to pull the pin and then throw it so right like, away or what? So like the way they teach us is like, so you grab the grenade and then you do like a sweep, a twist, and you pull. Mm-hmm. And then you like strike a pose and then you throw. It's like little, like a little, little guide pretty much to right, throw yeah, a grenade. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like if you're like in some combat shit, you don't, you're not going to do all that. You're just going to fucking push and chuck the grenade, right? Mm. But like, you know, held the grenade, swept it, put the pin. And, like, if you're taking too long to throw that shit, even if you're still holding the pin, if you move your hand slightly, that activates the grenade. And you're not really paying attention. If you let go of, like, a slight amount of force, that's going to blow up right in your hand. You're dead. Man, that's you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, bro, and, like, to have that in training, bro, like, yeah. you, you would think, like, motherfuckers had fake grenades that just, but that's, like, a real action shit that blows Dude. the fuck up. It, like adrenaline is all time high when you got when you're going going through shit like that. Not for real. And uh, um, what's it called? 
another thing that I want to touch on, and I think that, like I, I would already assume that I would take your stance. I would know your stance on this, but like the whole like gun thing, you know what I'm saying? Now it's, it's a popular thing that you know guns are very you know looked down upon and like you know like you know shouldn't have guns and shit like that. And I talked about that on like I think it was like two podcasts ago. One of my homies, he, he actually had a gun while he was while he was on yeah. the podcast. And you shit. scared? No, I'm not. I'm not against guns or nothing Ooh. like that. But I will take, you know, this for this specific instance, I will take, you know, like the, I will be the devil's advocate and, you know, push back on you on whatever your stance is, which I'm assuming you're pro-gun. Obviously, 100%. I'll go against you just for the sake of, you know, mm-hmm. the, this thing. So what, what do you, how do you, you know, rationalize that now when people are saying like, yo, we shouldn't have them and shit like that? Like, you know, well, no for starters, I mean, guns are for self-defense. You know, if you're... You're not just going to go out there and just shoot people. But the reason why I say people should always have guns on them is because you never know what could happen to you one day. You could be going to damn target and then someone pulls a knife, pulls a gun on you and like you're defenseless. Yeah. Like, how are you how are you going to get out of that situation? Like, would you rather have a gun and protect yourself from potentially getting killed or someone you love? Like you could have your kids with you, right? And like you're just like, oh shit, I got a strap on me too, bro. What's up? Yeah. Or like fucking shoot that person. Cause I mean, it's either your life, someone you know's life, or you could be saving someone else's life. Yeah, for sure. You know, sure. Pr- protect yourself, protect your property, and protect people around you. You know, you could be in the right time at you know, at the right place at the right time. Right, know? for sure. So now there's two things with that that come to mind, right? So wh- one of the main things that I hear is that people say like we need to get more more guns out into the right hands. That's number one. And number two is like, how do we determine who's the right hand? So it's like we need more guns in the in good people's hands. But I feel like sometimes it might be easy to just say like, this guy ain't got no felonies. He must be a good person. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't done any crime. But he but one day I don't know where he snaps, goes shoots up a motherfucker's like left I mean, right pop pop pop. I mean shit like that. You can't really like can't really do nothing about that you know right one day you could be all good then the next day you're just tripping right mm-hmm. i mean I, I, it's just all situation based you know something could happen in your life that you're just like oh fuck you know i'm just super mad for some reason and you just go all psycho right but i mean i would say if you want a gun get a gun train it use it go to a gun range shoot it because if you buy a gun and you ne- never shot it how would you know of Something is wrong with the weapon. You know, it fucking you get a double feed, or you just don't know how to manage a, a handgun or whatever kind of weapon you buy. You gotta you gotta train with it. You gotta use it to know how to, how to how to use it, right? You know, it's like it's like buying a manual car. You know, you buy it, it sits there, and like, oh, you have a manual car. Like, yeah, I don't know how to drive it though. For sure. It's like, then why the fuck do you have it? Oh, just cause. It makes no sense. I've heard before that there's this one dude that said he was like. Um, yeah, there was a guy that was saying, like, yo, it's better to have it and not use it than to, like, need it and not have it. True. And the guy, True. there was another guy that talked to him, and he was like, what if I don't want to use it? What if I don't want to kill nobody? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have this gun because, like, why do I have to have that burden on me? Like, I might have to kill somebody one day. Like, you know, he's like, I had to think about this every day. Like, bro, like, why is it at, at a point in life right now, especially, where you know, where we live in America where it's like, yeah, everybody should be armed. Like, why? Why do I have to potentially kill somebody? Why does it like think about it like that? this? Think about it like this. Let's say someone comes up to you, 
and then they just rob you and they just shoot you. You're dead. For sure. When you're dead, you're gonna be like, <laughs> you can't think about shit, right? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're gonna be dead, right? All your thoughts and all all your so what you're, ifs you're, you're are gone. just gone. You're gone, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, but let's say you actually make out of it. You know, you fucking survive that gun wound. You're like, I should have had a gun on me. It's a coulda, woulda, shoulda instance exactly. at that point. It's just like people be like, oh, weapons are bad. Like, I'm not never going to shoot somebody. Bro, if someone's holding the goddamn gun to your kid's face, you're going right. wi- to wish you had something on you. You're going to wish you had something on you. Like, if some, like I told my mom all the time, I'm like, mom, I'm going to buy you a gun. Like, no, that's that's the devil's weapon. Like, I don't want that. I'm like, ma, if someone ever wants to harm you, you better have a gun to defend yourself. Or, I mean, because p- people are fucking crazy, bro. Like, People are so crazy. You never know. Just like you there's good know. people in the world, there's always gonna be fucking yeah, crazies. No exactly. matter what, people are just born that way, like just with malintent, not just like on some like you know, like some people illness. have it's fun. Like, some people literally, yeah, literally yeah. have fun causing harm to others. Yes, like, you see all these crazy people in fucking jail, fucking robbing people, robbing for money, like all these other crazy, stupid shit, bro. Like there's people in there for life. Like they just do that because they felt like it. You know, crazy ass people. I'm like, bro, fuck no. Like, that's why you always got to carry a strap on you, cause you never, you never know. You might, you might need it one day. You just might need it. If you may never use it, time will never, may not happen. And hopefully, you don't ever use exactly. it. Exactly. You know like, saying? like for me, like I don't want to kill nobody. You know, yeah. but if the, if the day comes that I gotta merc somebody to save myself or save somebody else, oh, hundred percent. That that some bitch gonna be in a in a body bag. Yeah, bro. I live, that's crazy that you say that because I was just talking to like my homies yesterday because my one of my homie has a gun. He's like, yeah, I always keep it around me and shit. And my other homie asked him, he's like, yo, if it ever came down to it, like, could you actually like do it? Could you actually pull the trigger on somebody and like you know off him? It was like, hey, it's either me or you, bro. It's gonna be you because you're 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 definitely gonna choose me, right? Exactly. Your intent is to fucking harm me, like. I'd rather harm you than that. All right, like like your girlfriend, bro. Like let's say you and yeah. your girl are going out to dinner. You know, you go into like a nice little place and some dude just comes out and like like give me all your shit. Mm-hmm. You're like, hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on. And like you gonna wish you gonna have that some bitch on your side, right? But in that instance, okay, so I've always wondered this, right? <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that there's this black guy on TikTok. Uh he's he dresses up like in a in a like a, in a like, a, almost like a uniform, like a protection cop kind of uniform. I don't know if you've ever seen him. It's a black guy. He has, like, a little, like, um, like a talk thing on his ear. Never seen him. I don't be on TikTok. Oh, for real? Oh, uh, well, no, anyways. No, not like that, though. Not like okay, that. no, that's not cool. So there's this guy. He teaches you how to how to get out of scenarios where oh, there's a gun pointed that, to your head. That, that defense dude. Yes, that guy. So okay, that's why. Yeah, some of the I, and I read all the comments. Like and I've seen like people like so he he'll put a scenario like what happens if you step in your car, you're chilling in the front seat. There's a guy in the back seat. He has a gun to your head, and then so what he'll say is like. So you what do, you, you want to do this, is this, you want to uh, grab that shit, you want to point it away from you and shit like that. And there's other guys that that remix that TikTok and they're like. And like as soon as they turn, like you yeah, see, they're, like they're, they're in heaven. heaven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, okay, okay. So what I was saying with that is like, so in that instance, right? I'm at the dinner. I'm at Costas right now with my shoddy. I just got out. I'm fucking five margaritas deep and shit. Some random dude from the north just pulls up on me. Yo, give me your shit. Gun to my fucking head. Sideways, all gangster and shit. First of all, in that point, I would give him my shit, and as soon as he walks away, like he ain't gonna know I got shit on me because it's gonna be hidden, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, if he turns his back. That dude gonna be dead. So that's what I was gonna get at. Like, do you fucking 
You wild west that motherfucker right out at the bat, or do you wait till he's he's dead? Cause I I also heard that you can't shoot somebody in the fucking like back if they're walking away or they're running away. I think it's illegal. There's to shoot there's, them. A, there's a lot of uh, legal things when it comes to it. Like you just kind of gotta read a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, understand the laws of. Yeah, like, and I feel like most when, people don't when, know the laws. When so. t- when it's okay to shoot someone. So. But like, I think that is true. Like you can't shoot somebody if they're running away because they're no longer a threat to you, right? Which is crazy to me, honestly. Like, the lawmakers are stupid. So you think, like, I should be able to fucking unload the oh, clip yeah. at, at, while they're running and shit? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, they got my shit, bro. Give Because I, I could kind of see that, too, because, like, they could always come the fuck back. They could run away to get, get, like, some cover, and they could come back and fucking pop out the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Just I'm, like, I'm like, bro, you just took my wallet. You just, you just took, like, let's say if I had, like, 500 cash on me. Mm-hmm. Like, you took my phone, you know. Some people got, like, important shit in their wallet. Or, like, your girl's purse. You know, you could, women be having hella shit up in their part, in their purse. Like, yeah. I've seen toilet paper in there. Like, for why? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, ain't no fucking way, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I mean, it's just, like, I don't know. It's it's stupid, honestly. Like, if you can't shoot somebody, if they running away, I'm like, bro. Like, I would have done. Yeah. Last thing on this topic is what I wanted to talk about. Now, this is my real life, like, uh actual thoughts on this is like the whole ar thing like i me personally i'm like i, I don't know about the ars you know what I'm saying? why the fuck do i in alpharetta georgia out here living with the whites need a whole fucking big ass fucking combat ass weapon you know I mean, that? bro, that's what most people I say mean, too bro well. it's like just because you live here doesn't mean like you, you a lot of people follow you on social media your right. social media page is, is uh public you're on tiktok you're on youtube you're on spotify People know you do this kind of shit. For sure. Like, you're on a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, oh, he most likely has some equipment that I could sell. Mm-hmm. Or, like, he probably has some shit. Like, all these social social media influencers and, like, people that be flexing on the internet, you, they most likely have gotten robbed before because they're out here flexing. Okay, this person goes to this place, like, this club, you know, on Saturdays. Like yeah, but I ain't taking no fucking oh, AR to Moondogs, no, brother. I'm, That's I'm what I'm saying. But like, like, if you're in no, your yeah, crib, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a, lot, like a lot of house robbies, fucking mm-hmm. Pop Smoke got murked in his own crib. Yeah, you know what the fuck? Because uh, address got leaked, bro. People will go to your crib and just rob your shit. Yeah, but do you think that? I mean. So that's yeah. So that's my stance. So that I guess this is where my stance comes into play. I think you know having handguns and all that. I'm all for that shit. I feel good. I feel safe. I feel protected. I'm never scared around them and shit like that. You I know, grew up with them yeah, all the time, bro. I mean, bro uh, Ever yeah. since I was a youngin, I was 12 years old hanging out with the with the goons. You know, say not with like the the wannabe gangsters and shit yeah. like that. Bro. But they always had the protection on. They always had like, and they show me that like, yo, this is and this is how it works and shit. But my grandma and I, I talked about this on my two podcasts ago with my homie that had the gun on him. Bro, ARs are a lot more accurate than a handgun if you know how to handle it. You know what I'm saying? Right, okay. I mean, it's a lot. It could be a lot more accurate with the AR at at a farther distance. And it it holds more rounds, so, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I see that. Because, I mean, if you're out here trigger fingering this bitch like Call of Duty, (laughs) bro, your hand going to be over here like all crazy. But (laughs) you you shoulder that AR, you can, like, like just put, like, five bullets in, in, like, close proximity, like, like it's nothing. Okay, I see that. It's it's, e- it's easier to handle. Than so what you're trying to say opinion. is, in the scenario of motherfuckers being out in the fucking front of the driveway yeah. with the guns like pointing at your I mean, shit, bro, you I shoot them from a distance I mean, rather than yeah, having yeah. them fuck having to wait for them to get closer to you. And bro, here, here, quick. You've been to my crib. So, from my house to the front of the driveway, 
a mile, bro. It's how, hella long, bro. How accurate can you be with the handgun at that distance? You're going to have to have some fucking training for sure to even get near it, yeah. Bro, if you had an AR, bro, with a little reticle, that's that that distance is nothing compared to that right. with a little handgun, right? So I, I guess the pushback that people would have is like, you know, how often would those scenarios actually play out that, you know, um, and would the risk... Re, um, would the risk outweigh the like you know the the protection that it gives you because like you know like I said that scenario for most people it's unlikely right like statistically it just yeah. is unlikely so that if they are out in the streets you know all the bad guys can get a hold of them and shit like that and then go out and pop out school shootings all this shit that we've been seeing yeah. so that's why people are very against the ARs and shit with handguns and shit like that you know it's it's the, the story's a little different and shit like that bro, i think that's the pushback bro, that people if, get even if the the government government wants to ban all weapons it ain't gonna happen because bro all these felons still got weapons they got right, go, they okay. got ghost guns yeah bro if you take out if you take away the guns from all the good people Bro, these felons are still going to have ghost guns. You know, they're going to have them hidden somewhere. Like, right. people are always going to have guns no matter what. So if you take if you take them away from all the good people and they you come and take their shit, bro, all them people that be out in the streets, all these wannabe thugs and uh, yeah, yeah, and gangsters, sure. bro. The people that post that shit on Instagram. Yeah, them, them motherfuckers going to have a fucking uh, a AK like, like six feet. And like, they know you're not going to have buried. shit. Right, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, I don't got anything, officer." And like, "Okay, cool." Then, like, two day, two three weeks later, they go dig that shit up. And like, "Oh, out here with a fucking a little AK." I'm like, "Bro, what?" <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, "What shit?" That's always been that. That that's also my stance on it too. That like, you know, I also didn't never, I never agreed with that. Like, I think we're too far gone and like too far ahead. Like, too far to co- go back now. This shit, shit, if you're gonna do that, the the gun ban and thing, that shit should have been done, fucking, bro. That, like that, that should have been eighty done, years ago, like, bro. Like, you man, know that, that should have been done back when the goddamn the muskets the, were the out. founding fathers, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the what the founding fathers. Yeah, I I told somebody the other day, I was like, hey, it's just too far gone, bro. Too many too many bad motherfuckers had that shit. Good people have it too, but like too many bad people have that shit where it's like, yo, they're not gonna turn their guns in. You know, they're gonna bro, be the bro, ones that don't turn. Bro, if their people guns can in. if people can smuggle drugs in a prison. What makes you, how how easy do you think it is for people to smuggle weapons around here? <laughs> right, right, right. Like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've, had, I've seen some motherfuckers. Oh, let me tell you this story real quick, bro. And I was talking, yeah, like I said, I was talking about this off camera, though, with my homie. Yeah. You know, with, that, with the gun. And I told him that I didn't want to say this story on the podcast because I was kind of, one, I was embarrassed. And also, two, I didn't know the legalities behind this story. But it, he, he told me it's all right to tell. So I'm going to tell it now, right? So, um, what's it called? Back in the day, I'm not going to say how long ago, I used to live in this neighborhood that was not so fucking chill, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of on the more ghetto, like, you know, you might want to lock the fucking door, you know what I'm saying, three times before you go to sleep type shit, right? Yeah. And I had a neighbor, and he was always on some, like, you know what I'm saying, popping out shit. And he comes up to me one day, and he's like, yo, you ever thought about getting a gun and shit? And I was like, and I was like, 18, I had just freshly turned 18 at this time, right? And I was like, yeah, I thought about getting a gun, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just have it around, maybe, you know, you never know, right? And yeah. he's like, yeah, bro. He's like, yo, I got a gun, bro. Like, I'll sell it to you for the low. $50 right now. God. That's something. He's stolen gun, bro. <laughs> as soon as I said that, that's what that guy said, right? So, but I didn't know this, bro. I was young and I never experienced it. So, I was like, 
fifty dollars. Damn, that's kind of that's doable right now. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I got fifty dollars I can spare right now for a gun. Like that's straight. I was like, yo, can I see it? You know, and I was like, I, the least I could do is just like, at least inspect it. Maybe there's nothing, you know, weird or it works at least. I don't know. I don't know. So then uh, he's like, yeah, here. And then he showed me. It's cool. It's a big black gun, bro. It looks gangster as fuck. I'm like, 50 bucks for this? I was like, all right, cool. Most likely a Glock. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it was, yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. I was like, yeah, I mean, fuck it. Let's do it. Whatever. And so yeah. I go. I get my 50 bucks. I give it to him. He's like, all right, cool. And then I just had it around the crib for like three, four months, bro. Like just not doing nothing with it, just looking at it. I, I, I was never into that flexing shit like that. These fucking wannabes do, you know. If you buy it. a gun, never post it on social yeah, media because yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want people knowing if you have something and what you got. Yeah, for sure. I've always said the quote: "I rather motherfuckers think that I'm broke, that I have no house, that I don't have shit." Like, yo, I want to keep y'all in the dark. Bro. That's kind of hard if you're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it is. Yeah, I'm fucking yeah. spilling out my secrets, bro. So, right, it was there for fucking months, right? And I got a homie. He's on to all that gun shit, bro. He owns like, he could arm a small militia, bro. That man got hella right. And he goes to my house and shit. And he was like, yeah, let's go shoot some guns and shit one day at the crib and shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm like, yo, actually, I got one. I was so excited to tell him. I was like, yo, I got one, You're like, bro. yo, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I got <laughs> yeah. this food. Look, 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 look. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, I got one, bro. I got one. He's like, yo, for real, bro? Like, he's like, bro, someone stole that from me like three, like six months ago. What the fuck? <laughs> yo, this, is, this shit mine. So he was surprised because I was only 18 at the yeah, time. You I can't. wasn't really, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't really supposed to have it. You can't have handguns no, at yeah, 18. Yeah, I think you have like a shotgun, right? Like a hunting rifle Man, and you, shit. you could buy ARs, shotguns, anything that's not a handgun pretty much at 18. That's crazy to me, bro. But anyway, Anyways, right? So, I and then he's like, "All right, let me see it, bro." <laughs> I, I whipped it out. He was like, "Yo, where'd you get this from, bro?" Because he knew I was supposed to have it. I was like, "Oh, my homie over there, bro. He's he's my homie, bro. He's just my neighbor and shit." He was like, "Yo, he gave me to me for the low, bro. Fifty bucks." And he was like, "Duh, no fucking way you bought it from him." He's like, "Are you fucking dumb?" I was like, "Bro, he's, nah, bro. He's my neighbor. Like, he's cool. Like, you know, he's never done no weird shit to me." He's like, "Bro." That's a dirty gun, most likely, bro. He's trying to get rid of that gun. I was like, what do you mean, bro? He's like, he would have probably give you that shit for free if, like, you know what I'm saying? If you'd said no to the 50 bucks, he'd be like, you know what? Just hold it, bro. Like, you know, it's cool. You're my boy. Like, Probably use that like, bitch to do some shit. Some crazy like, shit. God. That's exactly what he told me. I was like, fuck, bro. I was, then I was, I was paranoid I, as I fuck. I was scared. I was shitting bricks. Yeah. I was like, bro, my fucking fingerprints are on this now. Like, bro, like, I don't. Put what the, the fuck do I do? Put in the washing machine. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was like, do I go in my backyard and bury it? He's like, nah, I got this, bro. He's like, just give me the gun, bro. I got it. I'll get rid of it for you. And just, just don't tell nobody about this, bro. Just keep it low key. I was like, all right, cool. Gave it to him. Never saw it again, bro. And like, bro, the FBI watching. Hey, 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 homies. Um, we ain't doing nothing. Yeah, nah, this is just a fictional story. Just for entertainment purposes only. No cap. No cap. But, you know what I'm saying? It's shit like that. And people don't be knowing shit. So, like, all this to say, right? This might be an educational thing. If anybody ever comes to you and tries to sell you a gun for the low, I don't know. Maybe try to go for one in the store. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I was actually talking to that homie off uh, camera. Unless, well. unless, the, unless the weapon comes with papers. Okay, so that's what I was that, saying. And then there's a difference. That was just what I was about to say. That homie, um, he told me of a story that he actually, after I told him that story, he was like, yeah, I sold my actual gun to, like, a random dude. I was like, isn't that kind of like not lit? Because what if he goes and does some crazy shit to that? Like, you just show you just 
like sold it to him like just one on one, not no papers and nothing. He's like, well, I mean, you could do like a bill of sale and shit like that, and then, then you know, what I'm saying that 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 proves that you sold it to him. So now if he does some crazy shit, like you know, you have the proof that you sold it to him on this day and this or whatever. He's like, but still, I mean, you do kind of want to tend to like sell it to like stores or like you know, what I'm saying everything that's like legalized and shit like that. So for people that are listening, you know, try to take that fucking route. You know, what I'm saying like it's it's always free. always always better be safer, better be safe than sorry. For sure, for sure. Um, fuck it, man. Let's move away from all this shit, bro. Let's talk about some fucking fitness and shit. Let's talk about... So, basically, the main thing that we've been talking about this whole podcast is just, like, you know, discipline and some fucking man-ass shit, bro. How you been liking the fucking fitness journey, bro? We were just talking about off the podcast, shit, bro. Like, bro. you know, look, it's, it's a look, look, fucking look, look. process, bro. Shit. When I was growing up, I've always been big, like, chunky, fat, whatever you want to call it. For sure. And then when I joined the military, bro, I've never... I've, Never eating three meals a day at a certain time every day for like two and a half months. Mm. Never happened. I would always eat whenever I want, what I want, kind of whenever. Yeah, you know, right? no holds back, bro. Like, or if I eat once a day or if I eat three, four, five times a day. You know what I'm saying? There, it's United States. There's no Mexican food. There's no tortillas. There's no, there's <laughs> bro, no, there's no tortas. There's nothing <laughs> yeah, like that, right? Carne asada, nothing. For sure. It's all government food that I'm, most people could agree with me that are in the military kind of is not the best, right? Oh, real quick. What do they fucking, what do they feed you, bro? I didn't even ask I you mean, that. I mean, in training is, it, it varies. You know, breakfast varies, lunch varies, and dinner varies. I mean, your usual, like, chicken, turkey, steak, okay. um, Whatever, like mashed potatoes, fruits, vegetables, shit like that, eggs. Mm. But, I mean, joining the military really got me into, like, the fitness shit, like, for real. And taking care of your Cause body. Because I was like, damn, my before and after pictures, if you guys want to see them, they're on my Instagram. Uh, yeah, go follow my man, man. Like, you could see, like, damn, he was chunky, then he lost hella weight. And then, from there, I just kind of kept working out. You know, I played ball, played club. So, like, I was always trying to stay fit. And, and I caught a surgery uh, 2019 around September, and I got big again. All the mm. weight all the weight that I lost, be I, like that. I gained it back. Mm-hmm. So, once I was able to work out again after, like, a month, I was on the grind. You know, gym every day, running, all this kind of shit. And for some reason, for me, always losing weight is the hardest. I don't know why my metabolism or some shit. Also, I kind of eat like trash. I ain't gonna lie to right. you. Most... Now it's it's uh, it's a lot better now, but I always struggle with being very strict on the diet. Like I can work out like an animal, but yeah. if, your diet, if your diet ain't good, you ain't getting rid of the. Bro, vibes. that's the crazy part that people don't be knowing about the the importance of diet, bro. They, they people think that you can just show up to the gym and then you're all know, oh, fifty pounds gone in a couple months. Hell no. But I can still keep eating fucking Hell McDonald's no. every other no. weekend and no, shit no, like no, that. No, no, no. Yeah. Bro, your diet is key, bro. Trust me. It's fitness, diet, and a sleep, bro. Yeah, bro. Sleep is people be, be <laughs> sleep is hella two important, of that bro. Shit. Yeah, sleep is hella important. People I, be sleeping on the diet and the sleep, bro. I, I ain't gonna tell you. I ain't gonna hold, bro. Me I too. Would, me too. I, I already know what you're gonna say. I, I would sleep like four hours. <laughs> I would yeah, play video games. <laughs> yeah. Fucking rack out for like four hours no and cap. then get up and get you know, go to school. You know what I'm saying? So like, like I was like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like fucking running on like no sleep. And so let me ask you something. What what drives you to change those habits? You know what I'm saying? Cuz it's easy, it's fun. 
staying up with your homies, playing fucking Warzone, playing Call of Duty all night, bro, playing FIFA, having all this lit shit, right? But one, what drives you to be like, you know what, fucking let me leave this shit. And let me tell you, personally, for me, I never needed a fake motivation. I never needed anything like that. I was just built yeah. different, bro. I just had it in me that was just like, I knew, like, this is actually more important than this. I stopped playing. I stopped playing games in general. I haven't played any fucking games in like months because I was like, "Yo, I need to actually get my fucking wellness in check, bro." I, I have like I told you before the pod started. I was like, "Bro, I haven't missed a gym session." Check it out since check October, it out. bro. Guys, today it is sun, Saturday, January twenty first. So whenever this video comes out, we're in gonna, two days, we're, yeah. we're gonna go to the gym Sunday, January twenty second. Tomorrow, he's gonna post something. And then you guys will verify. Yeah, I'll know, probably bring is, these cameras over there, actually. You know, Cal, we're going to hit a good little workout. Yeah, so. He going to feel it. Back to what, but, um, yeah, the question I asked, what what drives you? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I said. I mean, bro, look, what really drives me to be in the gym and kind of eat clean, eat healthy, be fit is, like, when you look in the mirror, you don't want to be a, you don't want to look at a fat piece of shit. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Anybody that's fat and they're okay with it, bullshit. Because I know for a fact you do not want to be looking at them lonjas yeah. and all them man titties and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know you're not comfortable with that. I don't care what so, anybody tells me. You take off that shirt to hop in the shower and you see all that fat. Nobody likes that. You don't like it. If you have a girlfriend, she don't like it. Boyfriend, your boyfriend don't like it. I don't give a fuck. But being fat is not cool. I don't, I don't know why people accept it. You know, like It's easy to go out and eat your burgers and your fries. But it's like that, um, like that TikTok is, I forgot how it went, but it was something on the lines of, uh, tristeza, vivir sin ser amado, pero peor, vivir sin haberse puesto mamado. <laughs> this guy, bro, I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if you're, if you're a man, why wouldn't you want to achieve, you know, like your peak, like athletic performance? Like you know, why, why why wouldn't you want to be strong? Why wouldn't you want to be like a fucking dog? Why don't why wouldn't you want to be an animal? Like why what are you scared of? Like like a lot of a lot of men out here in society, they're fragile, they're weak, and they just they're fucking bunch of pussies, bro. I need to go lie to you. Mm. And society says, Oh, it's okay, you know, you be you. I'm like, nah, dog. Like, men are meant to be strong. Men are meant to to be leaders. Men are meant to to defend themselves and their family, not be a fucking bitch and hide behind like, oh, I'm gonna call the cops on you, type shit. Now handle your own shit, bro. So, okay, I, I'll push back on that because I I actually think differently because I think that in the society and the environment we live today, I don't think that is to that extreme. And I also think that a lot of people feed into, so people think like. Yo, all these guys are pushing that more men should be feminine, right? That's that's the thing, right? Cap. People are saying like, "Yo, men should be more feminine." Like, like, oh, people should be like, "Why are you like toxic masculinity and shit like that?" Right? I don't think it's actually like that. I think it's actually people just a silent no, a loud minority is pushing that kind of thing, like saying, oh, yeah, like, you know, what I'm and then so, some people actually give into that, like, "Damn, is this actually really happening?" And shit like that. It's actually not happening, but I feel like also like for me. There's always going to be, like, you know, more feminine men. And there's always going to be more masculine men. But I feel like, for me, you can't ever change people. So, like, if you let them do them, hey, let them do them. You know what I'm saying? That's why I never... For me, what I'm working on now in my point of life is, like, 
not telling nobody what the fuck to do, bro. Because at the end of the day, you can't change nobody's fucking mind. 100%. I've tried that my whole fucking 100%. life. I, I have, I've had people around me that, like, you know, they want some advice or something. I tell them, and then they get upset. I'm like, why the fuck did they get upset, bro? They asked me for my advice on this, and I gave them my direct advice. Like, yeah, go grind it out, bro. Fucking gangster it out. Be fucking tough mentally and shit. And they'll be like, what the fuck, bro? Like, like that's some, like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, is that really what I have to do? Like, I'm like, yeah. When that's just my personal advice. Bro, and people get upset at that shit. Bro, yo. you'd be you'd be surprised how many people have asked me to put them onto like weight loss uh, routines and what I mm-hmm. eat, what I how I work out. I mean, like I said, if you want to check out my my fucking progress, like I went from fat to fit, and then after my first year of college ball, after I dropped out, well, I finished my first year, I didn't drop out. Um, right. I was like slim as fuck, ripped, and then I was like 160 pounds. I couldn't bench 185 pounds. I couldn't squat more than, like, 250. And, like, personally for me, like, the way I am, like, I just felt weak. I felt fragile. I felt like, mm. like, compared to all these other men are a lot stronger than me, like, my friends. I'm like, no, this is unacceptable. Now, dude, like, I know the numbers may not be crazy to some people, but for your average man, I mean, my bench max is 275. God damn. Um, I can squat. Mine was 190 the other day, actually, <laughs> two days ago. Um, <laughs> I, I can squat uh, north of 400. Christ. I, I can deadlift over 400. And, I mean, I can just move weight. You know, I can move weight. I can, you know, my running is not the best anymore. Right. But I'm still physically fit. I'm a lot stronger. And, I and like, I like the strength. I like feeling strong. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, based on what I've heard, don't you think that a lot of men tend to compare themselves more to other men? You're saying, like, yo, there's these other fucking strong-ass dudes and shit, and here I am looking like a fucking bitch, looking like a fat fuck. But don't you think that men should actually take a different approach and say, hey, but what do girls want? You know, because that's the end of the day. You're, you're, you know what I'm saying? You're getting fit, and you're all doing all this shit. Maybe, you know, you want to impress a girl. At the end of the day, that's what you want, right? You want a lovely lady by your side yeah. to fucking procreate with. You know what I'm saying? Okay. At the end of the day, you know, so to marry, boom, 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 right? So maybe what I'm trying to say is like, you know, we've said like, you know, there's a growth in, you know, more, I guess, feminine men, right? But what if that feminine is out here taking your bitch? What does that say about you? You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're, maybe they're paying attention to the girl in a certain way that you're not because you're more, uh, more focused on being, you know, com- comparing her to the men than to fitting the girl's needs. So maybe what she wants is more of a, like, um, more attention to detail. She wants more love. She wants more cuddles, you know what I'm saying? More shit that might be considered a feminine, you know what I'm saying? And that's maybe what more what girls want more nowadays. I'd say that's a lot more, like, intimacy when you're, like, in a relationship. Right. But, I mean, when you're single by yourself, there, there's no need to be be all that, you know what I'm saying? I don't think so, brother. I I actually like to push back on that right now. I think girls like that shit. Like, they like that, you know, sweetheart-ass shit. You know what I'm saying? And then (laughs) most girls will tell you, and this is what most guys go through in a relationship. They they get pushed back probably like a year into the relationship. The girls will tell them. They'll be like, yo, why are you not the same guy that I met when when we were talking? You know what I'm saying? Why are you, why did you change? And the guys will be like, what the fuck are we talking about? I didn't change. But what the girls are referring to is that when you're first trying to get them, 
You put in all your effort. You're out here giving them roses. You're out here holding their hands. You're out here opening the door and shit. But once you got that girl, once you secured her shit, then you get all comfortable and shit, and you're like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. I'm just doing my thing. I'm going to the fucking gym with my boys. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting strong. You get comfortable and shit. But you, you let go of all those standards and all those principles that reeled her in. You know what I'm saying? All those, the sweetheart shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know? I mean, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, I'm into the, all that romantic shit. For sure. But... And also, I mean, that's not feminine I mean, in any way. I mean, it's not like, like weak or something like that. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference between that. Yeah, I yeah, get that. Yeah, like 100%. Like, I can still whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not you, not you, not you. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no, yeah. but, like, you know, I mean, I've, I've given women roses. For sure. You know, Talk times. sweet and everything. But, like, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's, there, it's a time and place to everything. For sure, because I mean, for me, bro, I you know what I'm saying? If, if that if that girl wants you to be more feminine, like right off the bat, oh, she's not for you. Oh, that's a that's a good fucking point. Also, it's about finding the right girl for you. Exactly. If you want to be that masculine man and want to be you know the head of the household and shit, you want to be that more traditional, go the more traditional route. You can't change the shoddy, bro. You gotta find the shoddy exactly. that fits your needs and shit like that. And also, mm-hmm. it goes the same way for the girl. If she she wants that guy, like she knows she knows what she's getting into. You know what I'm saying? You know, like most of the time, the one one gender tries to change the other one, and it ends up being a fucking shit show. Cause you're like, yo, why are you not this, bro? Why are you being like this? You know what I'm saying? Man, never never change the way you are for somebody, bro. Cause so, you right. never know one day they may leave you, and then you changed for for somebody that didn't really value. Well, bro, a lot of people get cheated on. Yeah, and, and they they do the they do everything to try to get this person be happy with them. And all of a sudden, they're that that chick is railing your best friend. Yo, it's the let, check this out, bro. It's the ninety ten rule. So l- listen to this: you could have a shoddy over here. She's ninety percent of what you want. She has it all, bro. She's fucking hot. She's all this, but it's that ten percent where she's like, you're like, ah, she doesn't have this. Damn, that's tough. And you go to the bar one night, and there's the shoddy over there. She got that ten percent. Whatever it might be, right? She's fucking probably lit as fuck, and your girlfriend is a homebody. You're like, damn, I wish she was lit. She was, I wish she was cool, because I like to go to the bar. So she's over there. Yeah. She's hot, and she's over here super cool, out here dancing and shit. And then she she goes near you, and she's out here talking to you and shit like that. And then that's what pushes motherfuckers to she because they're like, I don't get that 10% at home. She probably don't even have the other 90 that your girl has. She probably is a shit show. But just because at that certain spot that you're at right now, she got that 10%. Motherfuckers will fold like a lawn chair, bro. Motherfuckers will fold like a tortilla, son. Bro, those, that's weak men. Weak yeah, yeah, yeah. Men. Weak, for sure, weak, for sure. weak men that don't value what they got. Yeah, Trust 100%, me, 100%. Like, you just, honestly, if you if you cheat, like, you don't, you have no respect. Yeah, you know, I, I, bro, that's coming from a serial, bro, back in the day, bro. I used to do, I, I'll be honest, I used to do that shit all the time, bro, because <laughs> all the shotties that I, I, I saw, I was like, yo, these bitches are hot, bro. Yeah. These shotties are hot, bro. Yeah, I, they yeah, got, yeah. and then, like, you know, they got all the things that my girl is lacking right now, so it's easy for me to do this shit right now. Ain't nobody going to find out, you know what I'm saying? And this is for my own pleasure right they now. Like, this find is, out. I mean, yeah, yeah, that did end up happening. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. yeah, and it's the same way all the way around, bro. The girls will do that shit, too. Like, they'll find, you know what I'm saying? You're, you might be a fucking handsome dude. You might be fitness fucking guru, son. But you you probably lacking money. You probably lack work ethic. And they they're at Starbucks one day, some random dude that's a fucking, that's a fucking coding nerd that makes two hundred forty thousand a year. 
is out here like, yeah, let me buy you a Starbucks. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a computer. Boom, boom, boom. I make two forty. Now all of a sudden she's over here like, damn, what the fuck? Like, damn, este way me puede mantener. Yes, yes, exactly, like, exactly. <laughs> so that all is to say, bro, be the man that like, yo. So this is the thing that okay. I always say like, bro, I'm never scared of my shoddy cheating on me. I'm never scared of my shoddy folding on me. You know why? Because I'm. I hold myself to a standard where I'm irreplaceable, bro. I, I hold myself to a standard where I'm like, yo, I got good fucking qualities that, yo, and she cheats on me. That's her fucking loss because if she cheats on me, I'll leave her, bro, and then I'm good, bro. I know there's another yeah. shoddy that'd be like, yo, that motherfucker got the qualities of a dreams, bro. I'll fucking reel him in right real. now, you know what I'm saying? Bro. And that's how everybody <laughs> should. And if you don't yeah. have that, and if you, if you in your mind, you're like, damn, I, I don't have that, bro. I, I have no leverage. Well, then get the fucking leverage, bro. Go out there. If it's gym, if you're weak as fuck, go to the gym. If you got, if you fucking got no money, bro, go out there and get a fucking better job, bro. Do 100%. something to enhance your skills 100%. so you can pull yourself to get a better job. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people may hate on Andrew Tate, but he speaks a lot of facts. Some of that shit too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Some of the shit he says is factual AF. You know, you it's know? funny that you bring him up. Uh, this is a cool topic too that people don't fucking tap into is that I told someone the other day that you could you can agree with something that someone says partially so oh yeah some people say like yo if you like okay so if i say like yeah i, I fuck with some of the things that andrew tate says somebody will be like bro you fuck with andrew tate what the oh, fuck nah, you're a you, sexist yeah, you know? you're you're a, you're a misogynist all this bullshit. and then you'll be like well i don't agree with that things but i agree with this things the business shit the mentality yeah, shit yeah, 100%. Yeah, cool. it's like uh, it's some like, people will fucking yeah, bro it's just like it's like donald trump like yeah, 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 like yeah. a lot of minorities, like African Americans, Hispanics, oh, we're supposed to not yeah, like you're supposed Donald to Trump. Shit. Yeah, you're, you're supposed you're to, supposed to sh like talk shit on him. Like I ain't gonna lie to you, when I was like before when he was trying to run for president, I was like, nah, f Donald Trump, right? Right. Now I've come to a point in my life where I'm just like, well, I honestly don't give a shit how they are as a person because they're it's never gonna affect me personally in like my personal life unless I like work at the pentagon or at the white house or something yeah, right, right, right. i don't want to right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like the things he does for like the better of the country like financially that's what i be telling people like, bro. he's he's like fucking great you know what i'm saying like dude i used to bro, i used to hang out with some people that be like i know your motherfuckers be hurting with all them gas prices yeah oh, Ex sure. especially you hellcat owners <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you big truck motherfuckers hellcat owners that be paying like 900 a fucking month with 640 credit score but what I was trying to say is that, like, yeah. bro, I used to hang out with some people that used to be like, I okay, so look, look at this fucking, look at this scenario. I had a old coworker, right? Um, he was a he was a Republican, bro. He'll tell me he's like, yeah, I'm a Republican, bro. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm like, oh, cool. I don't judge you. I'm, that's cool. You could be a fucking anything you want, bro. Yep. I fuck with you, whatever, because I fuck with you for who you are and all the shit that you stand for. You know, all the things that you told me so far, I fuck with. And I told this to some other people that I was hanging out with. They're like, bro, you hanging out with a Republican, bro? You hanging out with people that, that that hate gays, that are, you know, hate immigrants and shit like that? I'm like, bro, it ain't like that, bro. They might be a Republican for reasons that you don't even know, bro. They might be Republican because they like what their economic stances money, are. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, like I, I know for 100%, like, bro, supporting, like, like, I'm Latino, bro. Like, supporting, like, Latinos and shit just because he, the president, would hate on them or does right, whatever right. to like shit on them and like hurt them bro that ain't getting money in your bank account <laughs> yeah. i don't care what anybody tell you like all the money uh, you're donating but all that money is going to you don't fucking know what like the blm movement so, bro 
it's been shown that shit that shit was a fucking scam. Where did all those millions of dollars go to? That that is where the fuck did, where the fuck did it go like to, that. bro? Like all these people donating money and like, oh, support this, support that. I'm like, bro, like, oh, we need to impeach Donald Trump. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck. As long as my bank account looking good, my family's healthy, everything. They don't. They don't. I don't give a fuck who's president. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, shit. I mean, yeah, that's literally it, bro. That's literally it. Um, yeah, I guess uh, we're gonna end it there, bro, because my fucking cameras are about to die. This podcast has been going for for fucking ever, bro. This is a fucking lit one, though. You have a good time, brother. Hell yeah, bro. I'm telling it's, you, bro, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's the first time I've ever been in a podcast, and it goes it goes by fucking like this because you're having a good time. You're genuinely interacting with the person in front of you. You're like, oh, I get to experience like the shit that they go through. And shit like by that. the way, I ain't, I didn't even know who this man was till my sister like. We went to one of his house parties. Yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna. You want to go? I remember Anthony? that. Actually. You want to go to Anthony's uh, birthday party? And I'm like, sure. I've seen him on social media. Yeah, right? yeah. But I've never met him. But cool ass dude. You know, smart man. You Show, know, brother. He's always with the facts. And like, I mean, if you want to get right in the gym, he already know who to hit up. <laughs> okay, and then 85 to the fucking top, brother. All right, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're going on the road to 10,000 subscribers. We on the way there. And make sure you give us a five-star on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we'll see you later. Follow Boom. me on Instagram at the Ramirez Brian. Yes, my, sir. Inst- my, uh, my detail Instagram, the Supreme Detail Garage. Look look me up on Google, Supreme Detail Garage. Yeah. Find me. I'm in Atlanta. I'm mobile, and I got a shop. You'll be seeing me very soon at Caffeine and Noctane. With some lit out whips. Yes, sir. Get your shit right. And we out, baby. Boom.